I'm Ben Peltier. And I'm Ben Chait. In tonight's show, you've probably heard of blues, jazz, even flamenco, but have you ever heard of Ladino music or the Ladino language? Stay tuned to find out more about the genre, the language, and one of its most popular contemporary singers, Yasmin Levy. There's a long tradition of stage musicals becoming movies, but it also works the other way around. In our studio later, we're talking to the cast of one such musical that's coming to Hong Kong next month, Dirty Dancing. Still on the subject of dance, we'll also be introducing you to the high-energy all-male dance troupe from Japan known as Condors. But before the music and dance, a touch of visual art. Until April the 3rd, the 10 Chancery Lane Gallery is showing the first solo Hong Kong exhibition by Indian artist Sonia Marachala. The works examine natural worlds, both big and small, and show plants that are both realistic and imaginary. The exhibition is called The Embryonic Plant and Other Worlds. works for me they connect uh, with elements natural elements outside the body as well as uh, within the interiors of the body so at, at a glance if you look or if you exaggerate any one section uh, of the work whether it's roots or the intricate network of branches you will find them sort of resembling um, macabre images within the body structures as well like blood vessels and arteries and stuff like that Similarly, certain sections of certain biological forms could remind you of systems within the female body, the uterus, the womb, the placenta, the whole aspect of giving birth, the transformation uh, processes with, uh, which a woman really goes through. I felt very strongly that I needed to traverse the limitations of any one medium, like just only painting or just only printmaking, because I felt that that was essential to develop a complex uh, imagery. So through gradual experimentation and uh, process work, uh, finally the work I feel has come to a stage where the mediums have been beautifully blended together. I uh, read a lot of Michael Foucault's work and I'm, uh, th this body of work is also quite inspired by uh, his notions of heterotopias and how they are extensions of utopias and how um, it means that the very counter-arrangement of utopias in any society are convoluted, they are, they are inverted, and they are sort of changed around. So I like to play with all these ideas and to present uh, other worlds. Last weekend, as part of the Hong Kong Arts Festival, Hong Kong audiences got the opportunity to discover a style of music they might not previously have known. Ladino music is music in the Ladino language, a form of Judeo-Spanish that dates back to the medieval era. Singer-songwriter Yasmin Levy brings a new interpretation to the tradition by incorporating the sounds of Andalusian flamenco and Middle Eastern music, as well as instruments like the darbuka, oud, violin, cello, and piano. People hear your name. They hear. They think of two words right away: yeah. uh, Sephardic and Ladino. Okay. Oh, what is Ladino music? Ladino is the language of the Sephardi songs. Uh, we're talking about songs of the Jews that were expelled from Spain in 1492, 
songs, traditional songs that passed uh, down orally from generation to generation. Uh, the language is an old Spanish uh, that converted to Judaism. Uh, it's an old Spanish mixed with different words of different languages. Now, you know, as a language is only spoken by generally older uh, generations of people. Um, but you have done quite a lot to preserve the songs. And what do you see the future of that being, say, in 40 years' time? Is this going to exist primarily as a, as a musical entity? Definitely. I think it's like I always say, it's like Beethoven and, and, and Mozart. Um, they are no longer alive, but their music, it has its own life. It will survive forever. I think that the Ladino language will die, in, unfortunately, in two generations from now, because my generation no longer speaks Ladino. Even myself, I do not speak Ladino. I speak Spanish, uh, which is quite similar, but it's not the same. Uh, but I do believe that the only thing that will survive from the Sephardic tradition would be the songs. It has already, it has its own life. Um, what is it like singing music that you've written as opposed to the traditional music? It's beautiful. I'm, I tell you why. When I sing um, traditional songs, I do it with much um, responsibility, and I respect that too much. Those songs are not mine, but they are part of who I am. That's why it's a, it's a mission and a responsibility for me to keep them the way they are, in, in some way. And as a person, as an artist, as a woman, I want to have much more freedom. I want to bring my madness, and, and I can't do it in a traditional song uh, because of the responsibility. So I choose to create and to compose my own songs in modern Spanish, in which I have totally freedom to, to, to bring myself in the best way I can. <laughs> I certainly notice in your career trajectory that your latest album mm -hmm. um, serves as a, a bit of an expansion in terms of musical styles and a fusion of some, of some different elements bringing a lot of things together. Um, what was that evolution of that process like for you? The, the way of singing Ladino, traditional way, is a cappella, just a voice. Um, I can sing, I can do that, and I think it's lovely. But if I would keep singing like that, I would stay at home singing. I wouldn't be here in Hong Kong. You wouldn't hear my name. I wanted to, um, to bring new, different musical elements. I wanted to open this music to make it more approachable. Therefore, I started to mix with flamenco elements, with Turkish elements, uh, Arabic, um, Egyptian, Armenian um, elements and it became richer, it became much more beautiful and bigger and now it talks to people uh, all over the world, young ones, older ones. You seem to be uh, drawing on a lot of different elements, uh, even, even um, well you've mentioned flamenco and fusing all of that into your, your latest project in particular. Um, is that something that was a conscious decision to do as a, almost as a statement of musical reconciliation or, or what have you? Or is that something that just sort of evolved naturally? I grew up in Jerusalem. This is a melting pot. I grew up listening to every kinds of music. Because people came to live in Jerusalem, they came from all over the world. Those 
musical elements are not strange um, for me. This is, I'm, I am a result of this mixture, of this melting pot. So I don't think, I have no rules. I, I don't, my only rules are to respect um, the originality, the, the original um, um, music. I'll never change, for example, the lyrics or the melodies. But other than that, no rules for me. I just do what I feel. You know, the world has so much to offer, musically mainly. And I want to celebrate those things. I want to experience them. I want to make mistakes even. But I have to do that to myself. I have to excite myself and then I, I, I hope I manage to excite my, my audience. Later on you're going to be in the rehearsal. Mm -hmm. uh, what can you sing for us there? Uh, I will sing for you uh, one song which is called El Amor Contigo is Difícil, Loving You is Difficult. Uh, I composed that uh, a few years ago. It was a funny story after a long uh, interview with a journalist in, in Paris. Uh, and this journalist had a long argument with some woman. And it was right after he asked me if I have love in my life. And then he said to me, El Amor Contigo is, is Difícil. He said, Loving You is so difficult. You know, it, it was so beautiful, this sentence. And, and after the interview, I said goodbye, thank you. And I went to the street and I started to sing, El amor contigo es difícil, es casi imposible. De nuevo esta vida, si sufriré por amarte, preferiríamos. Nunca pedí que tú me amabas, que me descubras tu secreto. Que me estaré así, paciente, que me dejes por las noches, que me seques lágrimas, que me hagas reír. Solo pedí por amarte, amarte, nunca pedí que me amabas y que me descubra tu secreto. Que me estaré así, paciente. Welcome back. In 1996, Ryohei Kondo, who grew up in Chile and Argentina, founded the dance troupe Condors in Japan. The group's made up of all-male dancers of all shapes and sizes, but they don't just dance. Their show involves comedy sketches, images, live music, and even puppets, and is fast-paced and full of energy. It's a mixture that has made them idols in Japan and brought them popularity around the world. They were performing in Hong Kong just last weekend. Kondo and his dance group Condors are renowned for their high-energy dance style, the humor and their trademark of school uniforms. えっと、ほら、ダンスの公演とかっていろいろ衣装とかいっぱいやるじゃないですか。で、僕たち最初揃えるものがなかったので、これみんなスチューデントユニフォームなので、これがあの全員持っていた同じものだったので、それからずっと
Ikkyo University and Tama Arts University. He says his upbringing in South America was part of his inspiration for the dance group. あの、ま、アルバイトしながらで、まだその頃はダンスをやる人すっごい少なくて。はい。で、それでその面白ダンスを面白がってくれる仲間がそこで集まって。チームとしては女性が入ると the group has performed worldwide. Before coming to Hong Kong Arts Center Shosun Theatre last week, they were in Bangkok. They like to add local elements in every destination they visit. みんなと話して、えっと、その地元のネタを必ず探します。もっと時間があれば、あの、また映像も撮ったりして、えっと、舞台で使ったり、できるだけ、あの、使います。あの、a talent for comedy is one of the characteristics Ryu He looks for in his performers. Trained as a ballet dancer, Satoshi Okuda is described as the company Hercules with a sharp tongue. He and fellow troupe member Kojiro Yamamoto have been performing for the Kondos for 15 years.
The movie Dirty Dancing was released in 1987. It starred Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey, neither of whom was well known at the time, and was a low-budget, coming-of-age movie that became a huge success. It also became the first movie to sell more than a million copies on home video. Two multi-platinum albums were made of the soundtrack. There are plans to make a new version of the film, but they've been put on hold. In the meantime, though, Dirty Dancing fans will be able to get reacquainted with Baby, Helsman, and Johnny Castle on the stage in Hong Kong in April. And we're happy to have members of the company in the studio with us today. Hi, guys. Welcome uh, to the program. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, perhaps you can start by introducing a bit, a bit about yourselves. I'm Gareth Bailey. Mm -hmm. I'm playing Johnny Castle okay. in the production over here. I'm Mila Debiagi, and I'm playing the character of Penny Johnson. Great. <laughs> I'm Bryony Whitfield and I'm playing Baby. Cool. So, um, first time in Hong Kong, how different is this adaptation uh, to the original Western adaptation? Um, the, the version that is here now is the, the original UK tour version, um, which was um, put together by the um, creative team that worked with the West End. Um, it's, it's different, it runs faster, it's slicker. Um, it's, 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 it's a fantastic hard-hitting version of it. Um, it's got you know, all the big numbers, we've got this fantastic um, live eight-piece band that really bring all the iconic music mm -hmm. and, and the music that everybody loves so much from, from the film. In the original film, it's quite an intimate sort of a love story. How different is it actually dancing on a big stage with a big band? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the, the shots that you get, can get in film like show all the intimate rea reactions to each other, the emotions. Um, but obviously on stage it's very different. Um, the biggest thing I think is from the film to the stage is that the dancing numbers are so big on stage. Yeah. You really get to see everyone dancing and you really get to see the atmosphere. Where on film it sort of cuts um, close shots. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, you know, lots of the shots are pulled in and, and yeah. uh, you know, are fantastic for cinema when it's when it's all close yeah. and intimate. But, you know, that whole atmosphere which is um, which is kept, captured beautifully on film, you know, y you lose parts of it because as a whole picture you, you experience an energy from it. Um, if people were interested in finding out more about the actual production or the, uh, when you guys are performing, where can they go to do that? Well, we, there's a, there's a, there's a Facebook. The, yeah, there's a whole Facebook, massive mm. Facebook group that, that's, that they're posting yeah. everything on. There's the, there's the website. Mm. We're playing at the Grand Cultural Centre. Um, there'll be information on their website for ticket sales and information on all of that. Um, but there's a massive Facebook following. We're on yeah. Twitter yeah. and so we're kind of uh, tweeting, tweeting constantly <laughs> with the yeah, updates. We're very and excited about coming to information. Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yesterday we just did um, Time of My Life for... for like in front of the grand, the culture the centre, yeah. and just the people like came and to see and take photos. So everyone is very excited about yeah. it. They see the pink dirty dancing and they <laughs> they want to come and see the shows. It's a truth, and I owe it all to you.